his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's an issue that we've talked about for the last 24 hours, the shooting in Uvalde. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. You know, today we're joined by Andrew Sternkey, who's a CEO and private investigator of Juris Disputes and Investigations here in North Texas. And Andrew, you know, with, with this particular shooting and, and what we've seen now as a history of shootings here in the nation, there's always some kind of tie back to social media. And with your expertise, we're curious about, you know, those social media red flags and how should people treat on social media the see something, say something um, type of motto. What, what, what has been your experience with how people do or do not report these? Yeah, so uh, one of the Specializations of our firm is, you know, we, we do cyber investigation and cybersecurity. So uh, we're, we're very familiar with social media and, and the various red flags that uh, individuals should look out for. And the bottom line is there, there's nothing wrong with simply reporting to, you know, the social media platform that you see something on, uh, you know, such as Facebook, uh, TikTok, or Instagram. Uh, so it's always better safe than sorry if something just seems off and with individuals that are within your social media circle you tend to know them so if you just it's just something that just seems off then that should be a red flag you know just just natural human nature but then um i mean there, there's many different uh, little warning behaviors that uh people should look out for. So one of the um, behaviors is what we would call pathway. And um, that is where you see someone doing a lot of research on specific weapons, things like that, or a fixation um, on, you know, certain extreme beliefs, um, you know, always sharing some pretty radical Uh, articles or whatnot, you know, things like that. Um, And then, or or seeing empathy for some past attacker or, you know, shooter in the past, you know, kind of somehow agreeing with them, you know, in in some way. Um, And then, you know, just direct threats. I mean, (laughs) if you see someone directly threatening uh, you know, definitely uh, take notice. So those are some of the main points that um, I would ask individ- individuals to look for. 
and uh, just report it. All too often, when we see these social media posts, it's after the event. Mm-hmm. And very rarely do we hear about people that report them before an event happens that it might have actually stopped the event because they made these reports. Is that going to change anytime soon? I like to think more of in a positive light, so I would think so. But but part of that is just education. You know, the, the more we discuss this, not quickly just hide it away like, ooh, we don't want to discuss this because we may step on, you know, others feelings on politics or whatnot. No, you know, we, we need to educate ourselves. We need to start, you know, just go on to Google and start looking at, you know, what are some traits of um, dangerous social media posts and, and just, you know, start educating ourselves and each other and, and have these candid discussions. How much responsibility? Uh, we know it falls on social media platforms once we report it, but from your experience, what happens really? I mean, is it just a block or temporary um, access revoked to social media? It doesn't really s- stop the issue. Um, it just kind of puts this profile into review. But do you think social media platforms need to take on more responsibility of connecting with local law enforcement to uh, to review these cases when they when they are reported? Yes, I mean, I I think there's always more work to be done in that area. And, and a lot of these uh, re- reports are really, you send it in and based on the various algorithms that are set up, you know, there's like a triage of, okay, should an actual person look at this or will an algorithm via a robot automatically suspend someone? Uh, so I think that that is a good discussion for the head of uh, social media and our government and our law enforcement to really start having those hard talks and and, and just having more collaboration because uh, we th- this just cannot go on anymore um, and and you know also involving schools obviously yeah. um, it's just in, in in today's world it's we, we just need to be become more involved with students and and just basically each other so when people would want to report something that they possibly see in their social media feeds but they're worried they might be wrong they might be making a mistake and they wonder if there could be repercussions against themselves for making a mistake is it worth it oh it's absolutely worth it because you'd rather be safe than sorry i mean just what what real repercussions could there be, you know, for just simply reporting it? I mean, if it finds to be false, then it's false. Great. You know, we, we move on, but, um, you know, unfortunately, I mean, there's obviously a lot of factors that involved with the recent, uh, mass shooting, uh, other than social media, but talking specific about social media, it's just the, 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 the best intelligence, you know, we always say in the military, is the human resource and that's that's us individuals as humans you know so so the more um we can communicate concerns because we are so much more interconnected with technology these days than ever before you know this should actually empower all of us to do something because that's one of the issues that always comes up is well what can i do well if you see something 
you know, that is considered a red flag on social media, just simply report it. Should uh, people be taking steps into um, saving, you know, whatever they see, like get used to screenshotting, make sure you know the person's, you know, maybe become friends with them if you just, they have a public account and you weren't friends with them, uh, just in case they, you know, turn private, um, turn their page private. Are those some tips that you would give? Yes, yes, definitely take screenshots. And then sometimes just simply reach out to the person and say, are you okay? You know, um, because just just that little bit of human, actual human interaction, empathy, um, I believe could prevent something like this. You know, so, so if you actually reach out, you know, in, in a positive manner and say, hey, you know, I just saw you posting these things. Like, are you OK? Like just starting that discussion, I think, um, it, it is also something that we can start doing ourselves as humans, because a lot of times you know, we're, it's so easy to quickly engage by getting into the nasties versus just say, hey, let's talk about this, you know, so. At what point do you notify the social media companies versus notifying law enforcement? Um, I guess for law enforcement, you know, unfortunately, law enforcement today, they just do not have the resources to be managing you know, social media threats also. Um, it's just, the, the, that, that's just the unfortunate um, things. And so if, if it's, if you see an actual direct threat where there's specifics, um, you know, don't come to school tomorrow because I am going to kill someone, then yes, you know, absolutely reach out to um, your local law enforcement the other things where, you know, it's just kind of eh, um, more in the gray and, and not nothing really specific, I would, uh, you know, reach out to social media and then as an individual, just reach out to that person, you know, and, and, and just see where their mindset is at. What is it about social media that people feel like they have that option of release of information? You know, whether it's taking pictures of their guns or weapons or, you know, maybe, you know, venting when they're, you know, upset about something um, in your investigations and in your line of work. Is there a common thread? Yeah, I, I, I think. No, I was, I'm not a psychologist, so, you know, don't, don't take my word for that. But um, it's just I think. It's the natural human element of wanting to be heard, you know, of, of reaching out and wanting to be part of a community. Because, uh, you know, what we've seen with uh, a lot of these mass shooters is, um, you know, they're loners. Now, I'm not saying that a person who is naturally um, an introvert, that they're going to be a mass shooter, but it's just a lot of times they don't feel belonged or outcasted by various communities and whatnot. So, um, you know, and, and that's why I keep going back to just simply reach out to the person, you know, if, if you really are questioning something, you know, just, just reach out to that person. It sounds, um, it sounds a lot like n not just someone who's preparing to do something as opposed to someone's possibly preparing to do something to themselves. They sound similar as far as the kinds of posts that they're making. Right. And the concerns. Right. Yes. 
Yes, um, I, I, I believe those two really parallel. And, um, you know, one is, I guess I would just, again, this is my personal opinion, is just, you know, anger at themselves. Like, you know, so, um, but again, I just, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, we need to reach out to others in empathy because if they're based on the, cases that we we've seen like there has been a lot of signs leading up to it this isn't like oh my gosh out of the blue this you know crazy thing happened um especially with the younger shooters um they're you see them reaching out to society prior like giving the warning plagues earlier and then no one doing anything because oh we don't want to you know cause any conflict or anything like that but, but i just think that the the more that we are involved and you know reaching out reporting things either just the social media platform or local law enforcement or reaching out uh, specifically to that individual uh, we can really curtail a lot of this andrew thank you so much that's andrew sternkey ceo and private investigator of juris disputes investigations in north texas here on ask the expert his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.